Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Thursday. We've made it all the way to Thursday. And, uh, you know, interesting interesting things are happening today. Uh, it looks as if the uh, S&P 500 has hit an all-time high. And that is very, very interesting. Because, um, you know, it doesn't seem like the techs are doing all that well, but the, the stocks that are in the S&P 500 sure seem to, and definitely the oils have done very, very well. By the way, for everybody on TikTok, I have this great trade um, available on Google, which, by the way, is breaking out today. And, and it's real easy. All you have to do is go to my profile, uh, click the link, and you'll be taken right to where you can you can, you can uh, punch on the... Uh, the button and it will it will come up with that trade. So that might be something that you might be interested in today as we go forward. So without further ado, let's get to some of the slides and uh, we shall we sh we shall get this show on the road as they say, right? All right. Well, it looks as if <laughs> the S&P 500 has hit a new high. That is incredible. Um, I kind of want to show you this because I'm going to show you the spider. This is the this is the ETF that covers the S&P 500. This is basically the Fortune 500 companies, and as you can see, we've hit this all-time high, 423 when this slide was taken. So the trend on the spider has been up, and that is incredible because you know that is looking very good for the stocks. What I call the middling stocks, not the stocks that are in the S&P, not the stocks that are in the Nasdaq like um, the other ones with the exception of course of Google which I do have a trade on I want to show you that um, but the other stocks that uh, that that are kind of in there now the the what is doing really really well in the S&P 500 right now are the oil stocks and some of the retail stocks very interesting this seems to be where the market is voting and where the stock where the where the funds are putting their money we are in a confirmed uptrend which is a good thing now you wouldn't think it because today hasn't been all that powerful but we've moved in the nasdaq the, you know not only is the s&p 500 at an all-time high but the nasdaq finally has moved above this very very key 14,000 level when i took this uh, slide just a few minutes ago it was at a 14009 so this is a this is a good sign so it's looking like even though the, the it seems to be a little bit sloppy the way the way it opened up and then it pulled back it seems like it's going to close well that's how the market has been but we are, you know, we are still moving higher, which is amazing. So it looks as if we are kind of going sideways and, and a little bit to the upside. Not as powerful, of course, as last year, but definitely I'll take it. So, uh, you know, so that kind of gives you an idea of where the NASDAQ is. Now, the NASDAQ basically includes most of the tech stocks. Interestingly enough, the QQQ has not been doing quite as well, and that only includes, of course, the top 100 stocks in the Nasdaq. Now there is an exception, and that is Google. And of course, we have a very nice uh, bull call spread on this, and, and uh, it's easy to it's easy to find it just by going if you're on TikTok, just by going to my profile, clicking on the link, and then scrolling down until you see that Google sign, and that will take you directly to where that trade is. It's a spread trade, and it allows you to participate in what I believe is going to be a very nice upward movement of Google. Uh, basically, it is a, it basic, uh, basically into the fall. It's about a 99-day trade, and it allows you to to trade Google at a very, very, uh, very, very attractive price because it is a call spread. Uh, because Google is such an expensive stock, it's very hard to trade using the underlying shares. They're about $2,500. So this allows you to control 100 shares for about $3,400. So it's a very interesting trade. I think you might want to take a look at it. Um, this is the breakout stock of today, and of course I was talking a little bit about this. Of course, everybody's heard of Google. Uh, it is one of the truly best, biggest and best stocks out there, and uh, it is it is continuing to move. It's moved above a very key level, that being 2,500, and it's moved beyond that. So right now, believe it or not, even though it is an absolute Goliath, it has a composite rating of 99, which is this is the highest rating out there so that's kind of what i wanted to 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 bring your attention to also in terms of my stocks these are the stocks i actually hold not just not the, not the option contracts but these are these are stocks that i actually hold right now of course i'm in apple it's down a little bit it just seems to be getting stuck about that 
127 level. It just seems to be a major resistance for it. I'm a little bit down on Matador, but overall this has done very, very well. This, of course, is an oil stock. Whiting Petroleum, same thing, a little bit down, just six cents, not a lot, but uh, the volume's down on it. But again, doing very, very well. Up a little bit on NVIDIA today. There is a resistance right about 700, but remember, we're coming into a period, June 21st is the date of record for the four for one split. So if, you, if you're in it, this is a good time possibly to start looking to accumulate a position in it. I'm gonna be selling my shares right on the day uh, right, right, right. When it starts, when it splits four for one, that's going to be July 19th. That's the day I expect to sell because that typically, based on the way uh, stocks normally trade, that will be the day when it will reach its hopefully its highest. But right now, Nvidia is moving up very nicely, but it, it it's it's trapped a little bit under the $700 uh, per share range. Hopefully, it'll move beyond that uh, near and in, in the near future. Uh, MGM, off a little bit, but still holding in there. I do like MGM Resorts. Um, this is, this is, this, I do expect, a, a, this is sort of my reopening trade, kind of my, my uh, mental health buy here for that, because I want to be, in, I want to be included on in that. Um, I also have the gold shares. This is sort of a little bit of an alternative to Bitcoin. I know I have traded Bitcoin in the past, and I think it's wonderful, but I took some of my profits in Bitcoin, and I put them into uh, GLD. Now, GLD tracks the price of bullion. It's up today, uh, and I do suspect it's going to go higher. The volume's down a little bit, but it looks as if there still are some inflation fears in the market, and we're going to see gold probably move higher. So this is a way you can participate with the spider gold shares symbol gld now there i have another uh, uh, another oil and gas stock uh, it's down a little bit today but it has been a tremendous performer i also purchased um uh, on the breakout docusign and of course they had a very this is one of my tech stocks that i that is in the, that is in the nasdaq so i'm not totally s p 500 centric but i do have some that are in in the uh in 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 the in the Nasdaq, and DocuSign is is one of them that I that I did move into when it broke out. It's up four dollars and sixty cents today, about almost two percent down a little bit on the volume, but doing very very well. DocuSign has broken out. I'm also believe it or not in WWE World Wrestling. Um, I never thought I would buy a stock like this. It's up today just a little bit, but the volume's up. So I'm just keeping my eye on this one, moving my stop loss up. If this thing pulls back, well. I will have gotten out for profit. So uh, that's looking very good as well. All right, so thank you for holding on. Let's get to some of the questions. And uh, well, let's see. Okay. Um, thanks, Matt. Let's look at SIG, S-I-G. And I'm just going to go ahead and pull up the chart here for, for us. Um, yeah, let's look at SIG. Okay, seems like my bandwidth is doing better today. I'm, I'm really liking that. Hopefully I didn't speak too soon. <laughs> Sometimes you do on that. Because I've been having, the last few days I've been having issues with the internet connectivity. It's, uh, you know, it has been difficult. All right, so here we go. Cigna Jewelers, great, great, by the way, very, very good call here, Matt. Uh, this is, this is a winner. Uh, I could just tell you right now, I, I, I'd forgotten the symbol for Signet Jewelers. There is just a really good movement in the retail space, and the jewelry, seem, the jewelry stores just seem to be doing very, very well. So this has had a gap up. It's pulled back a little bit, basically to about the, there's, there's really kind of a resistance right here at about 69. It's at 69.70, so it's just looking fabulous. They had unbelievably good earnings. Signet Jewelers up 240%. 97% um, uh, relative strength on this. This is looking like it's a very, very strong stock. Let's kind of look and just do the kind of just do the smell test here. I like to do this. Um, everything is looking good on this. The relative strength is is over 80%. We definitely want to try to buy stocks that have an 80 relative strength or better. This definitely does. It's 97. It's accum. It's got an AD rating of ABC. That means it's being accumulated by the funds. The earnings per share were up last quarter. I really like that. The sales were also up last quarter, more than 20%. Matter of fact, they were up 200, and uh, they they were they were up.
There we go. Okay. I hope I, I hope I didn't wasn't I hope I didn't lose the sound for very long, but I think I'm back now with <laughs> I, I, I spoke too soon about the internet connection. I got a little bit of a glitch there. So I apologize. Uh, so everything is really, really looking good in Signet. It, it just, it's just looking very, very nice. So would I, would I acquire it here? Absolutely. I do think you can move into this stock with even, even more. Now, will it pull back a little bit? I think it's good always to wait until the end of the day, like, like now, to possibly start a position. And it has pulled back, but this has got a lot of strength. And I do think that it, you know, it, it possibly is going to move higher. Let's take a look at the, I'm going to look at the one minute chart. Well, actually, I'm going to look at the 10 minute chart here to take a look. But look at this as it came out of the gate at 65, boom, it went up and then it's, 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 uh, it, it's then moving up. So I, I, I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're good on buying this anything above about 65 on Signet. I think it's probably going to go higher. I will, I'll be honest with you. I think this one is absolutely going to go higher. So thanks a lot for that, Matt. That is a great question, and uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take a call now from TikTok. And by the way, if you look at on TikTok, you can see this trade. It, it's really easy to do. All you have to do is go to uh, my profile, click the link, and then you'll be, you, and you see where it says Google. Just hit that, and that will show you the trade that I did. It's a nice spread trade, and it allows you to... to uh, take advantage of, of that. Okay, let's look at Amazon. I have a, uh, I want to take a look at Amazon anyways because I have a, um, another spread trade on it. I don't know if it's doing quite as well, but let's look at it. Amazon, of course, is one of the mega cap stocks. Um, it is still kind of in a consolidation range, uh, and that consolidation range really runs from about 3127 on up to about 3554. Now it is currently moved and the trend has has reversed up. It's up about $58 today, but remember this is one of the most expensive stocks in the whole market at uh, about 33.39 a share. So this is kind of an expensive stock. The relative strength uh, line is pointing up. That is good, but uh, it still seems to be in this it seems to be range bound. Do expect this stock to move up probably for the, the next week or so as it moves through the range basically in this channel from about 31.27 on up to 35.54. Would it be a good point to add at this point? Well, it looks pretty good right now. It definitely had excellent earnings at 215% uh, earnings per share up over last year. So it, it's it's over last quarter. So it is just doing it's doing very very well. And again, but it is range bound. And I do expect it for to at least at least for the near future to move up to the high. But I don't expect at least in, unless there's a breakout for it to move too much higher than 35.54. I think that's going to be probably the you know probably the 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 um, where where it's going to where it's going to end up. So that's my that's my take on on uh, um, on Amazon. But still very very good stock and it's trending quite well. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I think it will do, do, do quite well uh, as it's moved up today very nicely. All right. Question, uh, Frank Dinesh. VUZI is being added to the Russell at the end of the month. What does this mean? Well, you know, it, if, if, if the, unfortunately, the Russell is really not a very significant. The Russell is truly an index. Uh, the Russell is only 2,000 stocks. So it doesn't, the Russell 2,000 in general doesn't have as much of a uh, impact uh, just because the, it typically are the the smaller stocks. It's basically the 2,000 uh, largest stocks on, on on the exchange. So I don't know if this is going to make a whole lot of difference because I don't suspect there's there's going to be some buying by the funds, but it's not going to be anything like a stock being added, for instance, to the Nasdaq 100 or or or, or that. But there but that is or the S and P for that matter. Yes, when Tesla went into the S&P, it, it uh, helped the stock a lot. But uh, so I mean, there's going to be a little bit of an action on that. But uh, you know, already this is the the relative strength line uh, is 99 on on um, on a VUZIX Corp. But the trend is down, and so I just right now uh, I think that I want to see this thing confirm above basically the. 50-day moving average. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm kind of trying to figure out where that 50-day moving average. It's about 21.15. So I would be probably, I might be a buyer on this, but I would wait 
um, you know, I, I, I would base I would basically wait on this one uh, until it's above uh, 2115. So wait to buy um, and then buy above 2115. So that's kind of the that's that's kind of the number that um, that I think. So wait for it to kind of come up to this 2115 line. Of course, that's the 50-day moving average. It looks very very good, but I don't know if the inclusion into the Russell uh, will necessarily be um, enough to 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 do it. But uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Good stock. Very very good stock. Um, all right, thank you very much, and let's look at Marvel, MRVL. Of course, this is uh, um, this is Marvel Technologies, and it's a chip stock. And the chip stocks, as of late, as as you all know, I am holding uh, Nvidia, and I do believe that that one probably is going to. There is, of course, a chip shortage. So this is really, if you want to be in the Nasdaq type stocks, this is kind of where you want to be. Uh, you want you want to be in stocks like this. Um, Definitely moving moving upward. There is an upward uh, limit on it, a buy point at 55.70. That's right up here. Uh, but it does look like it's moving, making progress towards the relative strength is improving at 67. I typically don't like to buy stocks that have as, that have as low a relative strength. What I want to do is I want to kind of wait until we see. Oops. Uh, let's see if I can get the right tool here. Yeah, there we go. Um, I really kind of want to see the relative strength. And what I'm doing is I'm drawing a line on this blue line here. I'm trying to see at, as it's configured. I want to see it go be a little bit stronger. So I want to see it move up probably to about 70, 75 minimum on the relative strength. And it looks like it's making progress, but I still am not totally sold on this stock. Let's take a look to see kind of if we have. I want to I want to look at I want to look at the stock's peers. Uh, and of course, it, it, to see kind of which stocks that I would be considering in this in 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 this area. So I'm going to go over here to this group, which is the uh, let's see, uh, it's not going to let me. Um, anyways, it's the fabulous it, it, it's 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 the fabulous group. So let's let's go to that area, and I'm going to go here to my industry groups. And it's it's group number 133. That's the that's the group that we're looking for. So I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down here to 133. I'm gonna look at the peers of Marvell to see kind of which ones that I would consider. So that's this group here. This is the entire group. And let's kind of look to see kind of who's doing the best. Um, all right, there's a lot of stocks in this group, but let's look at the top stocks. I always want to look at the best ones. Right now. One of the best stocks in this group is, of course, NVIDIA. We all know that. But one of the ones we want to look at is Maxim Integrated, because this stock is probably doing the best. So instead of Marvell, maybe you might want to take a look at this at, at Maxim. Symbol is MXIM. That's a, that's a good one. And why? Because it's right in this buy zone. So this one is... You know, Marvell is getting there, but this one is breaking out from its uh, its consolidation. So this is the, probably the one you want. Now it's it's right at the top of the uh, of the um, of the buy point on this one. But Maxam Technologies is probably in this group is probably the where you want to be. Uh, so this is one I would recommend. M X I M. It's not that Marvell is not good. It is a good stock, but uh, I just think that. It's not going to be nearly as um, it, 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 it's not nearly as strong as Maxam. So that's one you want to consider as as we start to move higher on the Nasdaq, which we are. Um, the chips are going to be increasingly stronger, uh, but we want to pick the leaders. Uh, we always want to pick the leaders. And right now, in terms of the chip group, in terms of the semiconductor fabulous group. Maxam is number one, NVIDIA is number two. Now, of course, NVIDIA is much, much larger than Maxam, so uh, much uh, a, a, a different a different thing. Let's look at GPS because this is also an interesting one too. GPS, of course, 
is The Gap. And retail stores have been doing extremely well. As a matter of fact, this is a much better group than the, than the, the groups that we just looked at with Max M and um, with, with, with Max M and, um, uh, and Marvell Technologies. This is 13 out of 197. So this is a very, very strong, this is a very, very strong group. Right now, though, uh, Gap is in a little bit of a downward trend. So I wouldn't buy this one because I always want to buy an uptrend, but it is, it is starting to look good. Now, it's trading below the 50-day line, and it has pulled back. Let's see if we can find something that's going to make a little bit more sense. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the listing of, um, of, of you know, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to the, the listing of the groups. And I, let's see where the leaders are in this particular, uh, in, 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 the, in this, in this particular group. So um, retail apparel is number 13. It, oops. Well, it helps if there we go. Okay. Well, 13. Uh, retail apparel, shoes and accessories is number 13 out of, um, let's go back here. We're a little bit of bandwidth constrained here, so hopefully we'll get this back in just a second. There we go. Hopefully we'll get we'll get that camera back. Okay, so this this is the this is the uh, accessories group, and we're gonna. I just want to look to see where the leaders are in this group. Right now, um, the number one stock is Tilly's. Tilly's. I've never heard of Tilly's before. I'm not really an expert in retail. This is not an area that that I that I do well in, but you know, I've also heard of Boot Barn, but let's look at Tilly's because this might give us an an insight into, you know, into 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 a stock that we could possibly buy. Now it looks like it's it's a little bit extended, so I probably would not be a buyer at this level, um, but uh, it 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 is interesting. So here's here's what I would look to to see. Let's let's look at the competitors. I I always like to see the competitors when I'm not as as um, as conversant in the group, so I'm going to go back here to the retail apparel group, and and, let, and let's see kind of who the big big guys are. Well, of course we got Lululemon. Everybody knows about them. The Gap is here, and they're pretty good. But let's see if we can find one that is near its high, and it and it's possibly above above the Gap. There's L Brands, Burlington Stores, Lululemon. So let me kind of see. What the top stocks are? Well, right now, Boot Barn probably is the top stock. So let's see if we could see. Yeah, this one might be an alternative to the Gap. Let's look at GAP again. So we might want to look at Boot Barn. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, gap is. Let me see which one this is. GPS. There we go. GPS. So with the gap, here's what I don't like about the chart for the gap right now um, is that it is it, it's in a downward trend, whereas Boot Barn is in an upward trend. So I like Boot Barn a little bit better than than the gap. I, I just I just do. So that's the reason for that. That's the reason for me looking at you know the strongest the, the strongest people the strongest stocks in this in this area so the top companies right now in terms of relative strength and earnings per share are revolve group and boot barn let's look at revolve see if that one potentially is better than the gap yes this this is probably the best bet right now and i don't know i i've never heard of this i've never heard of this company because unfortunately i don't have i don't have a teenage daughter and that would be great if i did but i i don't i don't have a I don't have a daughter, but they, she would definitely want to want to shop here because this is millennial and Gen Z customers. So this is the one you want to look at, possibly instead of, uh, you know, in, instead of looking at, um, uh, it, in, instead of looking at the Gap, maybe this one might work better for you. It's called Revolve Group RVLV is the symbol. So Revolve Group, and that might might be. Well, it, my my camera cut out once again. Let's see if we can get it back. All right there we go. We're back. So Revolve Group. This one you might want to look at as a potential alternative to the Gap uh, because it is stronger and it isn't a better buy point. But it's in a very strong group, 
And that's, that's something that definitely is very, very important in terms of uh, looking for a good stock. All right, so here's a question from Dinesh. Um, workhorse, short interest remains high. Do you think there might be another squ short squeeze tomorrow? Uh, hmm, interesting. Let's look at let's look at workhorse. WKHS. WKH. Oops, HS. There we go. All right, workhorse. Yeah, you're right. Boy, it does. It it's definitely, um, you know, there definitely is potentially a short squeeze going on there. So let's see if um, if we can figure out something. Let's, let's calculate the amount of outstanding shares. I think that's very, very important. So basically to do that, we go over to the weekly chart and we look kind of what the short interest is. Well, it's 2.5 days. So then we multiply that by the average daily volume, uh, which is one, uh, 18 million, uh, 18 million and 5,100. Well, that's a lot of volume. So that gives us, these are the amount of, sh of shares that are held short in any one day, and that's about 45,012,000. Uh, so let's see, kind of see what the short interest is uh, with the total float. The total float is 1085, 1085000, and that's 108,500,000. That's the total float. So it, we're still right at that 41. Uh, that we're, we're, still, we're still right at that 41. Um, amount of short. So you're absolutely right. There's still a heck of a lot of short. Uh, there's a there's a heck of a lot of short interest there. Let's look at the 10 minute chart to see kind of how it closed today. Well, it doesn't seem like anything has happened yet, because it did close down at 15. But you know this has a very good likelihood of moving higher. Definitely, this is a very good likelihood of a short squeeze. So I'm going to go back here to the 30-minute chart, and I'm going to look at a few days. It looks as if, uh, it, it, it looks as if anytime we're above 13, it has the potential. So let's kind of look at the chart, um, and I just kind of want to see where it topped out. It topped out about 1850. So we're looking at, yeah, okay. So here's what I would probably do if I were playing this play. And I'm not in this play, so um here's what here's what I would look here's here's what I possibly look to do I would look to potentially buy it if it moves above about 1450 or yeah and so we're right there we're right above 1450 so that looks good uh let me just go to the the 30 minute chart to see yeah okay so here's what I would be looking to do I want to make I want to buy it as it's going to a higher high so I'm going to look at here at about at, at, at about 1808. Here's where, here's kind of how I would probably here's here's how I would probably pay, play this one. I would look for I would uh, you know set a buy stop limit order for uh, I'm going to say uh, let me look at this carefully here I'm gonna say I want to I, I want to catch it at, at about 1815 is where I'm gonna is 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 where is where I want to be on that so about at, you know at um, 1815 and then add 10 cents to that equals um, uh, 18 oops 1825. Now, why did um, why do, so so the the stop is going to be 1815, and the limit is 1825. Okay, so what do I mean? What do what do I mean by that? Well, here's how here's here's how. Oops, not so the stop. Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, did I give you the, did I give you the wrong stuff? Yes, I did. Okay. Now, all right. Let me let me let me let me re-add that. Let, let me re-add that. Okay. Um, all right. So set a stop. <laughs> so set a, a set. Oh goodness. Set a st um, stop limit order. <laughs> 
There we go. I kind of fat fingered it there, so thanks for bearing with me. Here's what here's here's what I think that you you might want to do, and I, I'm sorry for the for the spelling here, but set the stop limit order basically at um, at 18.15 plus 10 cents. So the stop is 18.15 and the limit is 18.25. So that that will that will key you in if uh, if we get a um, if we, if we get a run on that. And then immediately if you get a fill, if 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 you if you get a fill on this one, um, you know, Dinesh, if you get a fill on this one, move very quickly to put a put a put a stop loss underneath it. But I think that you know there's there's a very good likelihood that we may get. Uh, you know, that we, we get, may get a further short squeeze. I mean, you're definitely right about that. I mean, currently, 41% of all of the 41 41% of all of the shares of Workhorse are short. So we could very, very easily get another short squeeze. And and, and you don't really want to buy in until the short squeeze is happening. This allows you to buy it as it's moving up very quickly. And then once you get a fill, make sure. That you put that stop loss in and you move that stop loss up, and that's a great way to trade it. I mean, you could, you could probably, uh, you 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 could probably do very well by doing that. So that that's a very good potential, um, you know, that's a that's a very good potential trade for um, for workers. I do think we're going to see probably a short squeeze, maybe not tomorrow, but probably in early next week. So that's a, that's a very good thing, and uh, I think you could definitely make some money on it. So, uh, you know, definitely look for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday time frame. I think you're definitely right on in, in your, in, in your uh, analysis on that. I think that's really, really good. Um, let's look at GameStop. That's GM. I think, uh, no, oh, I'm sorry, not GameStop, excuse me. OMF. <laughs> and that is one main holdings. I'm not for personal loans. Okay. Well, this is, this is actually a good area. It's 11, consumer finance is doing great. 11 out of, uh, 197. So I'm definitely liking this area. I mean, I think that this area is, you know, is definitely it's right in the buy zone. So so this is looking very strong. We've got a relative strength of 91. That's excellent. And let's look at the let, let's let's kind of look at the relative strength line. How the relative strength line is trending. That's the main thing. Is are we making a new high on the relative strength? Well, yeah. I basically we're almost at the all-time high for the relative strength, and we're above the buy point. I think this is an absolute buy. Uh, one main holdings. This is going to be good. I'm going to rock this down on my uh, list, my watch list, but this is this is a good one. OMF, one main holdings. This is, this is, everything is looking good on this one. Uh, Jeet, you've, you've, you've once again, <laughs> you, you've, you've once again found another good one. So you really have a, you have a knack for this. This is a, this is a good, I would buy this. I would absolutely buy this right now. This is a, this is buyable absolutely right now, uh, and I think it's definitely the kind of thing, you know, that uh, that that you should buy buyable right now. So I kind of want to put that out there for everybody. Um, you know, it this is definitely buyable and uh, very very good. Um, um, you know, very good. Very good area. It's 11 out. It's it's definitely where the money is flowing in the market. That's very strong. The consumer elect the consumer finance area is very good. One main holdings is definitely one of the best. It's right in the buy zone. So I definitely could see this buying this, but try not to buy this above about 60. Okay. So right now at 58.85. Of course we're after hours. Don't buy it after hours. But if this thing if this thing opens under 60 or around 60 tomorrow. You might you might you might want to put some money in it because this is looking pretty good. I like the consumer finance area a lot, and uh, this one is looking very very good. So uh, again, just a just a just a very nice suggestion. Um, again, for everybody out there, OMF One Main Holdings is the is, is the uh, is is the is the the symbol on that one. Thank you, Christian. Let's look at Baidu. You know, I have not been doing very well in many of the Chinese stocks uh, as of late. I haven't really been trading them all that much. Uh, this just doesn't look good. I mean, this this chart, unfortunately, just is not the kind of what we want to see. Uh, it, it's still in this downward trend, and it looks like it is it is right. It's hugging. 
it's basically hugging the 50-day moving average. But if you look at the relative strength line on here, and you can see it, it goes way high here, and then it moves down. I would I would avoid this one right now. I would avoid Baidu uh, until it's reversed. It's definitely not reversed. It's definitely moving lower. So I just think you've got to be super careful with Baidu right now. I just don't think it's a buy. Uh, I just I just don't think it's a buy now. X, which is U.S. Steel, that might be in it. That might be one that we that, that we might have some 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 good better luck with. Right now, X is in a trend, in an upward trend, and it's in quite a good area. Steel producers are number eight out of 197. But here's before we do this, let's take a look at this group. I want to see who the string, who who the strongest ones are in this group. The steel producers group, you know, it 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 is definitely an inflation play. Um, it, you know, it's definitely inflation. This is the group in general. So, you know, it, it did have a little bit of sell-off here, but, you know. Basically, this has been a very strong group. It's got a 96 relative strength overall, and the leaders in the group um, are are basically should. Let's let's take a look at the leaders in this group. Okay, top stocks. Okay, so Nucor is still numbered. I think Steel Dynamics is the one you want rather than X. Uh, it just seems to be trading better uh, than X is. Let's let's take a look at Steel Dynamics. Uh, it's a very similar chart. I'll be honest with you. Very similar chart. Uh, it's a little bit below where you could your its buy point. This is probably the one I would be most interested in. Um, let me check. Let me let's compare it to X, which is U.S. Steel. Well, you you know one of the things about X is it's definitely improving, and it looks as if you know I'd like to see it move above 29.97. That's the higher high. Uh, it, it does look very good, though. I mean, I think X, yeah. Um, I think X possibly is a buy. Now, would I buy at this level? I, I kind of am a little bit leery. The only thing I don't, you know, the only thing it doesn't like is that the earnings per share rating is less than 80%, but everything, it passes on everything else. It's got increasing sales. You know, I, I think you could buy this one. Yeah, I think you could buy X uh, at this level. Uh, I wouldn't, I, I uh, you know... I think you could buy this one at this level. I think this is looking actually very, very good. Uh, very, very good. So, um, you know, comparing this with Steel Dynamics, I think probably, even though this is lagging Steel Dynamics, this one might be, is X looks very good. And I think that, uh, you know, you might have something very good to buy there. All right, uh, let's go back to TikTok uh, and see if there's anybody that I can uh, ask answer a question for. Uh, when did Google start trading? Well, Google started trading. I okay, go, let's we go back to Google and take a look at it. Uh, it basically started trading, and I'm going to go back to the monthly chart here. It's been trading since 2014, and uh, that's when it came out. I remember it. I remember this very, very well because I was, uh, I you know, I I was um, still in Silicon Valley at this time, and um, I remember when I remember when it came out. Changed the name to Alphabet, and I remember I, I remember this this very very well. This is before I moved to to Dallas, but as you can see, look at this thing. This is a long term leader. This stock for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years has done nothing but go up, and it has a relative strength of 83. So, this is just looking very good. Google has been trading basically is as alphabet for about the last eight years now of course it's an older stock than that it it uh, ipo'd before they before they named renamed it uh, uh google i mean before it was google before that and then it then it was renamed alphabet so uh and that i think the original ipo was about 2004 on that so i some seem to remember it like that all right question thank you sofi s-o-f-i Let's kind of take a look at SoFi. Um, I think this is a financial. No, it's fine. Technology. Stuff. Okay, so this is a stock that I'm not familiar with, uh, and that is SoFi Technologies. It is an IPO. Uh, it's got one, two, three, almost three months of a base. Um, almost, almost, um, almost three, three months of a base. It looks as if it has, but. Right now, um, is there a buy point? Wow, that is a good question. Let's look, go to the weekly chart to see. You know, it's getting actually, you know what? This one might be buyable. 
wow, this is incredible. This is what they call an IPO base. Where you want to typically buy on an IPO base is this is very typical. It'll come out of the, the gate. It'll move up very quickly, and then it will start, the insiders will then start to sell, and then it'll come back. So where I would be looking to buy this is right above 23, right? We're kind of right where it is right now. I would, you know, possibly at 24 is where I would consider getting into because this is typically how they trade. Now, we're seeing some nice volume. That's very good. Um, so if I was looking to get into this one, and this looks quite good, actually, by the way, uh, and this is consumer finance loan. This is similar, I think, to uh, Upstart. I think this is similar to Upstart. Let me see how Upstart is is selling. There's been a number of, of them in this area, this consumer finance, you know, lending using AI, and I think that's really interesting uh, interesting technology. But I want to I look at Upstart, U-P-S-T, which is the other one in this in this area. The question is, would, would I buy SoFi or would I buy Upstart? I think they're both excellent. I think I think they're both second right now, but I like to be honest with you, I like the chart of Upstart just a tad better uh, as well. But this is a very strong area, this consumer loans area. So I want to kind of look to see who the leaders are in this particular area. Now, of course, you're going to have you know the normal ones like uh, um, like 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 SLM. But and we and we covered uh, we covered um, one main holding. That's also very good uh, as well. So we've got a lot of very good potential uh, companies in this area there's of course you know you know lending is very very big big business but let's just see the ones that are basically the best now I like Santander because it tends to tends to focus on the Hispanic market and this one I do particularly like look at this chart there's really no place to buy this thing unfortunately but Santander might be might be an alternative. I do like uh, this one, the, the uh, SOFI. I do like it a lot. Um, Upstart, of course, is the leader. But in the uh, and and the, both of these companies, of course, use algorithms to to do lending. But I also like Santander because it is so powerful because it serves the very underserved Hispanic market. And this is a very good company uh, as well. Uh, based here in Dallas, uh, I know quite a bit about this company. Very, very well run. Excellent management. Great, uh, you know, great um, um, financials and everything. So this is if I were, if I was going to be in this area, and I may I may go in this area because this is a good area. I would consider possibly the Santander. Uh, unfortunately, I just can't find a really good place to buy it. But that hasn't that, that hasn't stopped me in the past. This is probably the one I would buy in the group. But thank you very much for that question. That's an excellent, excellent question, and I think this is a great group. This is number eleven. Remember this 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 group here is, and I want to show you on the list. And this is why it's so important to see which which you know which stocks are doing the best, where the money is flowing in the market. Currently, uh, the market is definitely the money is flowing to this finance. Consumer Loans Group. This is very, very strong. This is the, probably the next area that I'm probably going to to move into. Why? Because there's a number of there's there's 29 stocks in this group. It's in the top. You know, there's 197 sectors. This is number 11. Very, very good. So there's a lot of there's a lot of good stocks in here. This is a good place to look for 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 stocks to buy. Is in this group. So I think you're definitely looking at the right thing. OMF, of course, that's excellent. One of the leaders, Santander, I think is excellent. I also think uh, um, I, I also think that uh, um, that crowds that uh, uh, Upstart UPST is excellent, and I also think that uh, um, that SoFi is excellent. So I think I'm really I'm, I'm looking at the charts and everything else. I think you're you're really targeting a good area there. I think you can really do well. Um, okay, let's look at Chewy from Samuel. Thank you for. Your great insight, C, um, C-H-W-Y. Let's look at Chewy, 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 Chewy. Of course, I, I keep telling this story every time, but I when I was in the Bay Area and doing startups, this is back in the early 2000s, so, you know, you know, um, you know, some of the first dot-coms, one of the stocks, one of the companies that was basically located where we were in Redwood City was, uh, was, was Pets.com. And uh, I was so envious of what they were doing. And, I, you know, I was sitting over there at, at Spa.com. That's where I was working. And, you know, practically across the, uh, across the uh, parking lot was, was Pets.com. Of course, they blew up. 
uh, and it didn't really work for <laughs> didn't didn't really end well for them. But whatever. Um, in the retail internet area, um, we're sort of this is this is. This is st still kind of a lagging area. Here's the thing. It does look like Chewy is getting strength, but it is still below that very critical 200-day moving average. I just don't like to buy stocks, if I can avoid it, below this this line here. This is the 200-day. This, this is this is the this is the 200-day moving average. I just don't like to to draw. I just don't like to to uh, buy below this level. Why? Because in, in the past, it's shown me that this is not the case. Now, I do have, I do have this trend line, and we are above the trend line, so that is, so it definitely is starting to trend up. But I still, before I really want to buy it, I want to look to see, you know, if it'll move above. And you see, it's having struggle right now. It's struggling right at this, right at the 200-day moving average. So here's the thing: I think you get a hold. I think you need to hold off on buying Chewy. It's it the group that it's in is not is not doing well, on the internet the internet retail group is is not as not as good as it not as good as it as it as it is now the 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 top one of course in this is Amazon and of course they they're just they basically dominate the area but it, Chewy seems like a good company but I would I would hold off on it relative strength is 50 we it's below the 200 day line I just think you got to be careful with this one I wouldn't be in it. Uh, for myself, I just I I, I just wouldn't uh, I I just wouldn't be in it uh, on this one. So, all right, let's take a look at one of my favorites. Of course, this is Nvidia, NVDA, and uh, you know we uh, I think we talked a little bit about this. Um, after hours, it sits up a little bit. Uh, it's just having it's it's seeing a lot of struggle. It's in a struggle session, <laughs> right about seven hundred dollars there, and it it's pushing up against that. At 697.40, but it's having a little bit of trouble. I think once we get once we get a move above that, then um, uh, you know once we once we get a once we once we get a move once we get a move above that, then I think we can we can go, and uh, it, it'll 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 be a bit stronger. Um, so that's what I'm seeing. Uh, it, it pushing up against the 700 level, and. Um, you know, we'll see if it moves through it. It's looking like in after hours, it's starting to, you know, this has been a tight pattern. I think you can see it here. We have this is a what they call a tight pattern. Now it's not obviously a three-week tight. It's like it's like a three-day tight. <laughs> but I think eventually we're going to get we're, the supply will dry up again. Now that now we can see that the volume is coming back in. We had all these very very large days of buying. There was a little bit of a pullback, and I think we're now starting to see some of the volume coming in. So I think a lot of people are looking at this, and hopefully they're deciding that they want to be part of this four-for-one split. So uh, I still think it's good. It's struggling to cross for 700, but I think once it does, it's sort of like a it's sort of like a coil, and I think that once it does cross 700, I think it's going to be very very strong uh, into the split four-for-one. All right, we have another question here on short squeeze on JAGX. Seems like splits, you know, short squeezes, you know, that used to be kind of a kind of a very obscure topic, but because of the success of GameStop and all the other ones, it seems to have gotten a lot of a lot of um, a, a lot of good stuff. Now this is Jaguar Health. Let's take a look at it. I, I want to do the calculation here for everybody. I'm going to go over the weekly chart here. And then I'm going to take a look to see. First of all, when I do these calculations, I typically like to see the, um, uh, you know, how 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 it is how it is trading. So let's see if I okay. There we go. <laughs> I've got the I yeah. Oh nope. Okay. I, I think are we seeing it there? I don't know if we're seeing it. Let me let me uh, change the view here so you can actually see the. Uh, you can see the see what I'm looking at. I'm going to show you the uh, um, my little cal handy dandy calculator, so we can see that. Yeah, let's kind of just see it. I'm going to change the view a little bit, so you can kind of see how I'm doing the calculation. All right. Well, um, right now, uh, in looking at the weekly chart, there is 0 0.5, 0 0.6 days of uh, short interest. Now that's up about 34%, uh, which is significant. Uh, the amount of shares that trade daily uh, on this one uh, is about uh, 12 million uh, 181 thousand uh, shares. So that's quite a few. 
So the amount of shares short are about 730,860 currently. Now, what is that relative to the to the float? Well, the float right now is 133,200,000. So really, we don't have a significant. Uh, it doesn't seem like right now there's a significant short interest in this one at all. I I, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you. Um, this just does in current in terms of the float this one does not trade enough shares now this might be in in some of the I haven't checked reddit or anything like that but right now based on what I'm seeing in terms of the short interest and the amount of average daily volume this does not look like this is a candidate for um, uh, you know for a short squeeze let me just let me make sure that I got that I have this correct again. So sometimes I'm wrong on these, but I want to check it just in case. All right, the average daily volume is 12,181,000 shares. That's the average volume that it trades every day. Now the amount of short interest is 0.6 days. So I multiply that times 0.6, or and see that. So that so I'm sorry, it gives us seven. I, I made an incorrect calculation. Seven million three hundred eight thousand six hundred shares are short. So let's look at the total float. The float is 1332000000. So 133,200. So let's get an idea. So there's a 5% short. So 5% of the shares in uh, on Jaguar Health are held short. This really is not probably enough to really have a squeeze. We really need about 20% or better. So I think on this one I think I'm going to have to say this is probably not a candidate for a short squeeze based on what I'm seeing in terms of the numbers. Okay, thank you. Let's look at GameStop, and that's GME. Uh, Apple, well, let's look at Apple. Let's, oh, Jay. Okay, let's, this is a question from Jay. I think we need to look at Apple because Apple seems to be struggling, as usual. At least it has been the last month or two. It just sort of has been kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why why that is the case, but it has been. Let me kind of pull up the better screen here for Apple so everybody can see it. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I am broadcasting live on YouTube. All you have to do is go to my profile, click the link, and uh, then you can definitely see it. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you can see the YouTube feed that we have right now. Well, it's at 126.07 after hours. Gosh, it just seems like it, it. It's sort of like Lucy in the football. <laughs> it gets up there, and then Lucy pulls the football away. It still hasn't reversed, you know. And I have a hundred shares of this still. I love the stock. I love the products. I love everything about them. I just don't love the price action right now. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't like the price action right now. So, I do have a bull call spread on it still, and I still have it. I think you know. But it's got a long time to go, so I'm I'm hoping that it will move move higher. I just can't say anything about it right now. I just it just isn't. It just seems to be going sideways. The best strategy probably right now, if you do have Apple shares and you have at least a hundred of them, is to possibly sell a covered call because that's the way you could probably get your best bet. So with Apple, I just think it's it's kind of just marking time, unfortunately, and Tesla. Still has this overhead supply issue, and this is the this is my this is my um, my chart on Tesla. This line that I've drawn here, this is the reversal line. It still hasn't reversed. It's at 610, and you know again, it's just having trouble holding on to any gains. Uh, it's trading right at the 200-day line. I think it just got to be if you're down more than seven percent in 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 Tesla, consider selling your position and then waiting for a better time when there's a reversal. We don't have a reversal yet. The reversal will happen on Tesla if it moves above about 680. So right now, unfortunately, it's pulling back still. And this was my best stock of last year. It is a tremendous company, but I just think you know it, everything. Every dog has his day. It's it's one of those things. Uh, and you know, right now, it ain't it ain't hunting, unfortunately. All right, Fastly, FSLY. All right, let's look at Fastly. I did have a position in Fastly earlier in this year, uh, and then I got shaken out. I have been back since. Um, you know, unfortunately, Fastly has 
this chart. Now it did reverse. I did. I. I. I did. I, I could see this because I have the reversal line on there. But you know, the problem with Fastly is, you know, it it went right up to the it went right up to the 50-day line, and then unfortunately it ran out of steam. So here's the thing about Fastly, you know, it's good time probably to cut your losses if you're if you're if you're if you're there. You know, it, I don't like to buy any stock below the 200-day line. It's just it's just that's something that I always I always emphasize is trying not to buy below that 200-day line because you below that 200-day line you're just lessening your chances. Also, unfortunately, whereas this was the leading this was the leading sector last year, computer software enterprise. Right now, it just isn't doing it isn't getting the job done, and that's unfortunate because this is a great, there's great companies in this. So I, I kind of want to show you where, you know, why I'm saying this. You know, if, if I'm just, you know, if it's completely coming out of, well, you know where it's coming out of, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just blowing smoke. Well, here's the problem. If we go down to where the computer software is in terms of the sectors, um, you know, unfortunately, it's way down there. It's about, I think, 122. Let's see. Yeah, no, that's insurance. Um, I guess, yeah, it's it's going to be down there. So so let's see if we can find the computer software, and we can we can find that. Well, computer software. Uh, yeah, computer com, computer software. Uh, computer for us, enterprise database design desktop, um, financial banking medical gaming. Hmm, okay. So let's just look at computer software enterprise. That's probably our best bet. That is currently um, there are 96 stocks in there. It, you know, six months ago this was 63. Uh, three months ago it was 154, and now it's 180. So there, unfortunately, in this area, the computer software enterprise, there is money moving out of this area into other areas. This is why I, I always look at to see kind of where. The market is headed. This kind of gives us an idea, and unfortunately, it's not headed in this direction. So, Fastly is going to be difficult. I mean, it's going to be just difficult being in areas like this. What we want to do instead is we want to kind of look to see where the market is moving. And right now, the market is moving to some of the some some of the stocks like computer like um, let's go up all the way. Oh, let's get the rank. Because I have the from the worst to the last. Okay, this is sort of the best. It's it's looking very good in oil and gas. Of course, we've been talking about that for a while. Um, it's also looking great in wholesale jewelry. That's why Signet Jewelers is doing so good. Uh, and it's also, but one of the areas that's really coming up that I'm really interested in right now is this finance, consumer loans area. I think that this area is potentially going to be much much better in the near future. So uh, that's kind of kind of my take on it. All right. Uh, how does okay? Interesting. B A. Thanks. Uh, how does HEPA H E P A look? Well, let's see if it looks good. H E P A is the name of that stock. Okay, that's the pharma company. Um, you know, I don't like the group. I'll be honest with you. At least for right now. I mean, I mean, pharma you know, traditionally has been a great group. Pharma has been traditionally a great group, and this one is looked like it is reversing, but it is still trading below this very key level, which is the 200-day line. So it's still below the 200-day line, and I don't think the relative strength is all that powerful. Let me see if I can get it. Yeah, let me see if it just doesn't. It just yeah. This is a two-dollar stock. You know, I just think you got to avoid this one. Unfortunately, I think I think I know a little bit about this company. This, I believe, is a Irish company, but I'm not sure. Let me see. Develops oral uh, small molecule. Okay, yeah. So, hmm, okay. Well, let's kind of look at the kind of to give the smell test. All right. Um, boy, it is funds. Five percent funds. Oh, it's in Edison, New Jersey. Okay. You know. This just doesn't. This is not the kind of thing I'm I like. I think you got to avoid this one. I, I at least for now. I, I just, uh, I just do. So sorry about this. I think you need to avoid this one right now. All right. I just think you need to avoid it. It just doesn't look good to me, unfortunately. 
unfortunately. All right. Well, what does look good to me, of course, is um, is the action trade alerts. And of course, if you're interested, um, many of the people that watch the show are on the action trailers and they're super easy to get it's super easy to get on there and all you have to do to subscribe to the action trailers of course this is all free uh is go to www.sendfox.com slash dallas trading floor and you need your first and last name and an email address so that we can send it to you these are all free and we send these out um we, we send these out daily we may be sending out i believe we're going to be putting out the the google trade tonight i believe that comes out tonight probably will not be available and you know if you're on the email list by i think about 10 o'clock tonight central then you should be receiving that in your inbox about 5 30 because that's usually when they come out it's about 5 30 so uh that might be a good way to go easy to get on the list sinfox.com slash dallas trading floor well thank you everybody for tuning in i'll be back tomorrow at 2 30 and uh, until then, uh, you know, happy trading. Uh, and, uh, you know, stay safe, everyone. The market is, uh, you know, we're starting to see in this nice uptrend. The uh, S&P 500 is an all-time high. Uh, the market is moving still towards the oil and gas and the commodity stocks. Also, it's moving to the consumer finance. That's one that's really up on my screen. I'm looking for, for good things there. There's a, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, just be careful. What worked last year may not be working this year. Don't worry about it. It's just a question of getting in. It's, it's just like Bobby Orr once said, you know, you know, go to where the puck is going, and that's where the puck is going right now. So I'll see you back here tomorrow at 2.30. Thanks, and happy